because it's time for another episode of Outwatch, a Survivor Rewatch podcast. My name is Alex, your host and guide, as we recap, rewatch, and react to past seasons of Survivor one episode at a time. So whether you are embarking on this rewatch journey with us, reminiscing upon past seasons, or you want to get a feel for what happened in one of these old seasons and you're not doing a rewatch, we hope that this podcast is the perfect companion for you we are in our uh, rewatch of survivor china its 15th season and today we will be uh, reacting to episode 9 titled just don't eat the apple Uh, it's a very deep metaphor survivor loves metaphors um and that that's the title <laughs> uh but first before we get into this episode it's time that you meet my co-hosts who are re-watching along with us and this is their first time seeing this season with uh any sort of in intentionality um so adam welcome to outwatch so good to be here uh one of the hallmark moments of this episode upon winning the reward the um the group of um amanda courtney frosty and eric get to go on a little boat cruise um and we've got a long history of um survivors making animal noises um you know this is of course the coup de gras of them all which is a perfect llama I could have just been playing llama noises from a real llama and you would have no idea that it's any different. Mm-hmm. You actually did tell us one day that sometimes you just drop in real llama noises in place of that sound. Yeah. Bite, and we've never caught it. So, yeah. <laughs> Among many of, you know, Tony is a multifaceted, multi-talented man. And one of the things is he does a perfect llama call. <laughs> um, But Eric resorts to... Um, yeah, this is the chance on this boat, not only socially, but strategically, too, for him to save his skin a little bit longer in this game. Um, and he's got to impress Courtney and Amanda mostly. And so he turns to an expert goat noise. It's the best goat impression you've ever heard. Um, in fact, I thought that maybe it was just the sound of the goat. <laughs> and uh so adam if you find yourself in the same position on a boat with three would-be allies what is your go-to move um to get them to think positively of you and keep you in the game man this is tricky i i can juggle and i can do a handstand which means i'm literally just a unicycle away from being a clown <laughs> Um, which Just I don't a know unicycle if that helps and a squirty me. flower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna make that a part of my look from now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that helps or hurts me, but like I, I, I at least can I could juggle and I can sort of do a handstand. I feel like I feel like getting like you know physical movement stuff that kind of helps break the ice more than just totally. like sitting and talking sometimes. So. Yeah. Or making goat noises. Or making goat noises, which are so good, which had Amanda all dreamy-eyed. Yeah. yeah which means like, two, two women have fallen for Eric in this game now. Can you blame him? Here's, here's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for Eric to tell Amanda that he's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's such a great no- goat noise. By the way, uh, I'm a virgin. 
<laughs> yeah, I heard the go noise. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. To be clear, we're not making fun of Eric for being a virgin. We're making fun of the way that he told people he was a virgin. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, Emily, um, what up? <laughs> Welcome to Outwatch. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What's your party boat trick? Um, so we would be having conversations and I would be like, what's everyone's favorite movie? And they would tell me, and I'd be like, oh, I've never seen that every single time because that will be true. Mm-hmm. And then they'll be like, what? And then they'll tell me all the movies that I should see. Um, and it will it will create some great bonding time. Wow. Because I really haven't seen a lot of movies. <laughs> that is like a, a good conversational strat, though. Thank you. Because then you get somebody to talk about this movie they really like. Right. Because that's it's something they love. Yeah. So, you know, they want to talk all about it, especially for they want to show that joy to someone who's never experienced it. Wow. So I'll kind of be like Todd and just like dead eyes, but. It'll be worth it. <laughs> that B-roll of Todd this episode is choice. It's so good. I wish that could be a soundbite. Which part? So, so, like, three times this episode, there's, like, a B-roll of Todd, and he's just, look, he has, like, the dead eyes, and he just, like, has a <laughs> thousand-yard stare. Okay? It's, like, it happens twice early on, and then they cut to that same B-roll, like, two-thirds of the way through the episode. It's funny because, like, they show PG and... um and James at the fire oh, and he's kind of like micromanaging and then they you know they're kind of bickering and then they just show Todd and he's just like dead eyes yeah <laughs> and then he's like I'm so sick of these people <laughs> it looks like he's it looks like he's about to murder someone yeah it was pretty hilarious <laughs> that's it's awesome. amazing <laughs> oh Scott welcome to Outwatch hello what's your uh your boat move oh well it's tough to follow up both of those um one thing I could come up with would be like, so I, I work as like a PT when I'm not doing, you know, rewatch podcasts, uh, like <laughs> just like explaining, you know, have somebody tell me like a, a sports injury they had or like an athletic injury and then like explain it to them mm. in a way that they understand. That's good. <laughs> or like, cause there's nothing that bonds anybody better than like, having some guy explain the anatomy of the rotator cuff to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. The number of times I've been sitting around a table just going, how does this thing work? <laughs> yes. Though I do maintain off topic, there's nothing better than knowing about your own body. So, <laughs> but anyways, back to survivor. <laughs> Mine would probably be like, um, Oh, like sitting on a large, like barrel dragon for a really long time (laughs) or like um like stabbing um memory tiles Mm -hmm. with a knife Mm -hmm. things like that you know (laughs) (laughs) just standard stuff just chilling on my dragon here (laughs) (laughs) big chilling here on my dragon <laughs> oh boy. Um shall we uh shall we get to the tree mail of it all and uh walk through the big points of this episode. Yes. That sounds so good. As I type a note that I forgot to enter in. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Courtney and Eric. All right. So this episode starts uh, with Denise feeling left out and on the bottom once again for being left out of the vote this time. Um, She's left in the dark at previous tribal council and worries about her spot in the game. And then there's a new showmance and it's Frosty and Courtney out of nowhere. Um, They've got a thing going on now which causes some of the other former Fey Longs to get a little, a little nervous. At the reward challenge, we've got some drums and a ball, and they've got to keep the ball in the air by bouncing it on the drums and traversing some obstacles. And the winners of this one is Frosty, Amanda, Courtney, and Eric, and they get to go on their love cruise. 
Back at camp, PG blames James for their reward loss, which creates a big, tense experience there at camp. And then on the boat, meanwhile, Eric and Frosty, we spend a lot of time on this boat this episode, folks. There was a this is the longest reward challenge we've ever seen or reward scene. Anyway, Eric and Frosty are both trying to ingratiate themselves with Courtney and Amanda, both in their own way. Like um, Frosty is rubbing Courtney's back. Eric's making goat noises, all standard fare. The immunity challenge is a memory challenge, um, but Jeff gives the opportunity to eat instead of play. And Todd, Courtney, James, and Denise all decide to eat cheeseburgers and french fries instead of participate in immunity, which PG wins. It looked like she was uh, needing this one, and she does pull it out. So PG's immune. Back at camp, the target ends up on Frosty. Um, unless Courtney doesn't get on board because of this new, um, romance with him. And then Todd and the other members of that alliance contemplate putting the vote on Courtney instead. But that's a total decoy. And Frosty is voted out by a count of seven to one. Very unanimous this time. But before the episode ends, Jeff leaves us with a cliffhanger. Where he's like, but don't go back to tribal yet or back to camp yet. And then the episode ends. Bum, bum, bum. Which was super annoying because that was a teaser for this episode. Yeah. <laughs> They're just really dragging it out. They love the. They are. This is like I th- they do this like two or three times ever. Yes, this is the third ever episode to end on a cliffhanger. Mm. Anyway. So, Frosty, the first overall pick of our Outwatch Fantasy Draft, meets his demise this episode. Emily, you lose your first pick and the general first pick. Um, Why don't you talk through what went wrong for Frosty here and remember the game that he brought us? Yeah, um, I thought he was a great player. He was great in challenges. He was on the weaker tribe, I think, in the beginning, and he really did make inroads with the cool group when (laughs) they merged. Um, So I think he was really trying to be kind of strategic, but he just was never really able to make it fully into the group or make any moves to shake up the group. Um, I don't know. I was sad to see him go. Yeah. Um, I also have Eric, so I guess I would be doing this either way. I kind of expected Frosty to stay. But he was, I mean, he was cool about it. And I think he really did try his best in this game. And yeah. I think he even said that with the the challenge, like he, or the immunity challenge. And um, he was talking about it at Tribal. And he was saying, you know, I decided to, not eat the food because I want to make sure that I do my best. And like, I feel proud of everything that I've done in this game. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try hard on everything. And he did that. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Frosty oh, so was we all- have to see some, uh, we have to see some backflips every once in a while, which is cool. Frosty out here playing 26 days of survivor and doing backflips. Yeah. Who does he think he is? <laughs> Yeah, I think that Frosty, like, really, yeah, played like a really good game. He was, at this point, probably, like, too good of a player, too big of a threat to be left around, right? Like, he was such a physical threat, like, Mm -hmm. um, almost won this challenge, which was in no way physical. He won the first one, which was in no way physical. And, yeah, and is out here doing backflips, and it's like, yeah, it's like... He was other than other than James, it, the only like member that got swapped during that that like weird tribe swap that like survived. Right. And he mm-hmm. it like wasn't he didn't really have a close call. Right. So um, it's like, a, of course, he's good in challenges. Right. But like played a, a good social game too to um, to work his way into that larger majority group. Whereas 
pretty much everybody else like stayed separate from the group that they swapped onto, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, Frosty did uh, played well. Um, I think that this is definitely a situation where it's like, okay, he doesn't have immunity. Let's take the shot now. Right. And I'm sure that for for like a Todd and an Amanda, especially mm-hmm. like seeing him get close with Courtney probably isn't um, isn't what they want to see either. So, yeah, totally. Oh, what about your headlines from this episode? Um, Adam, would you care to go first? What was uh, the, the best part of this episode for you? Um. Honestly, I think my the best part was probably when PG comes at James yeah. uh, after the reward challenge. Because it's just it's just choice. So I have a thing for uh, like reality TV, like drama. Um, when uh, Alex and I were roommates, we used to live with a guy who uh, a couple Saturdays a month, we would make breakfast and just binge watch uh, bad reality shows. It was great. <laughs> Missy <you>, Harry. <laughs> Love Come trash all watch. Um, <laughs> so when PG comes at James and is like, I can't believe you ever accused me of throwing challenges. And it's like, you admitted to throwing challenges. <laughs> what do you want about? <laughs> yeah. So good. Uh, and then Todd recapping the whole thing was also great because yeah. he doesn't do a good job of capturing what James said, but he does capture the spirit. In a way. <laughs> well, he also was like, PG was screaming at him and. She was not, not that we saw. No, I think he really dramatized. Yeah, him. he really did. He like was, he was desperate for his friends back. And so yeah. he was like, <laughs> everybody got to go on a fun boat trip, but I had to stay home while PG <laughs> and James fought. Right. <laughs> that, that whole scene felt so weird to me. It was almost like, it felt like PG thought like I should like do something. I, I know I'll get mad at James. It just felt so like forced and like out of character. It's so weird. Yeah, it seems like she. It, it it really felt like this moment where everything about the game and her frustrations with the game just came to a head. Yeah. yeah. You know, like she's she's malnourished. She's not sleeping well, and she's. I think she says before this challenge that like she's the losingest survivor ever. Like she's basically never won anything. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> so yeah, I think. I, I think it was just kind of this moment of like she's desperate to win and not just even immunities, but like she wants to be able to go on a reward. Right. <laughs> yeah. She's not even had that. So. Yeah. And so she it was just it was. Yeah, it was all of these all of these things that I think we we, we think about Survivor, but we don't like really like take into consideration when yeah. we're like analyzing strategic play. These these things that really make it hard to necessarily play strategically. Yeah, because I noticed that and I was like, when all this happened, I said to Adam, um, you know, this seems really out of character for PG. I Mm -hmm. feel like she would have taken this as an opportunity to try and like steam with the people that she was with. But I think she's just at a breaking point. Yeah, blame her. And she even said Mm -hmm. in her confessional, she's like, yeah, you know, I'm blaming James and I think I'm just frustrated overall. I know that that's not like the right thing to do. So I was like, okay, Mm -hmm. that's that's pg there she knows but you know she's having a hard time needed to let it loose a little bit Mm -hmm. scott what about you what's your highlight from this episode um mine was kind of just todd's overall level of disdain that he's that's growing for everyone (laughs) else in tribe It's real like uh Squidward, everybody's an idiot except for me energy. Yeah. 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 I hate all of you. Yeah. Yeah, but he like has to like keep it cool-ish. So it's just kind of I don't know, I just kind of got a kick out of it the whole episode like from like the the PG and James fight all the way to like the stuff with like Courtney like, "Well, I'll vote her out. It's fine." Yeah. And like yeah, we yeah. mentioned like the B-roll footage. I just thought I was really entertained by that the whole the whole episode. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's getting to the the point of like uh like just screw all of you. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's like an underrated part of Survivor though. Like you're with all these random people. Yeah. You don't have any food. You're not sleeping. I feel like I would be super annoyed with just everybody. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, 
so I guess that's part of it. That's like, you know, defines people who win is like your ability to like silence those voices in your head and those mm-hmm. control your emotions and stuff. But yeah, but yeah, it's just funny to see it in real time. James even makes a comment about that too. Cause he was like, we're just a group of really different people. Yeah. Um, isn't that when he has his little Apple comment? I think it might be. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he was like, you know, it, it's easy to lose your focus, but you can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's talking about, yeah, this is when he, he's talking about like wanting this group to stay together and talking about, it's like, he's a, you know, a grave digger from Louisiana. You've got like Courtney, the New York waitress and, the Bostonian lunch lady and the gay Mormon flight attendant. <laughs> like, uh, and um, Amanda. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's like we just have to ignore the temptation to flip and not eat the apple. Mm-hmm. Reality TV at its finest. Emily, what mm. about you? What was the crowning moment of this episode? Um, oh gosh. I think what was the I, I yeah, I was really interested in the the um immunity challenge. Yes. Because of the the memory mm-hmm. challenge. Yes, and the option to stay Mm-hmm. Um, refrain from participating and to eat instead mm-hmm. it was interesting um to see who would choose that it was interesting to see how that played out the other thing too um i did say this earlier frosty was like you know a lot of people chose to eat instead but i wanted to be sure to participate which that is a fact but i also know he was more on the chopping block and also he had just come back from mm-hmm. a reward yeah. whereas i think a lot of the people we saw who chose to eat um did not get to go on the reward yeah and so they were like screw this <laughs> i was gonna say megan was the only one who ate megan who's megan oh my god <laughs> courtney <laughs> megan. who is this megan purple megan over thing. here we haven't even Here's seen her once <laughs> the thing me getting courtney's name wrong actually helps lend validity that we record each uh, one episode a week uh, because there's no way I could have an entire conversation about Survivor and then the an hour later <laughs> completely get her name wrong again. <laughs> Megan. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Courtney because okay. she went on the she yeah, went on she the went reward on the and she chose to eat. She did. Yeah. So she's the only one who did both things. Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, we can talk about this now. What, it, what was your reaction to that group um, who ate? It was Courtney, Todd, James, Denise. Were you surprised by any of these? Or, and Slash, do you think this was like a, a explicitly bad choice for any of these players? Emily, I what understood. Do you, uh, oh, no. Go. Go, Scott. Go. Sorry, sorry <laughs> I didn't mean to cut in. I'm sorry. Um... I was going to say, I, I understood like James eating because he's got two idols and I understood Todd because he's like in a fairly safe point. I did not really understand Denise eating. Yeah. Um, I feel like she really needed the idol. Um, so that was surprising. I felt like her reasoning was, you know, I didn't go on the reward. I don't think I hear what you're saying, Scott. I think that that sh- she probably should have played but i would guess that would be a big part of why she did that i was surprised courtney did having just come off the reward yeah i don't know i think that like i i'm trying to remember how well people did in the memory challenge the last time yeah because this one is different in that you are aware of what is happening while you need to remember the things or you're aware that you need to remember the things you know when they're being presented to you yeah so it's different, but I, I don't remember how well Courtney did in that challenge. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like there could easily be this calculation of it's not that I think I'm safe. It's that I know I'm not going to win. Yeah, that's a good point. So I might have because like Eric, Eric, that's Eric, Eric needed to play. So I get why he did that. But I mean, he went out in the first. Round. Yeah, <laughs> that <laughs> sucks when you know that you're just not good at this. Yeah. And 
you know, there's a real chance that like, like, like if you can, you can weigh those risks, obviously, like there's a good chance that Todd's not going home. If James feels like he's worried, he has idols that he can play. So like, yeah, it makes sense that he's safe, but also like, if you're just not good at this, if the last time they did a memory challenge, you were out really early, go eat. Yeah, that's a good like, point. I, I, I get it. Also, James ate seven cheeseburgers. Yeah, he did. That's James is like, I, I don't know how many calories James was eating before he got on the show. Yeah, but like. I can't imagine what like he's going through. Yeah. In that moment of just like going from however many calories he needed to eat to maintain his the body the way that he had built it, um, to rice and fish for sure, yeah, and like maybe a you know a couple cheeseburgers every once in a while. Like I I can't imagine that. I feel like if I were him, I would have been taking food every opportunity. I could. Yeah, yeah, it's like the definitely. <laughs> People like James, like the big strapping men that definitely have the hardest time with this for that reason. You go from eating God knows how many calories to so few, right? Like it's uh yeah, like notoriously that body type does has the hardest time on Survivor. Mm-hmm. Well, and I mean like this is setting you up for, you know, the future potentially. So I mean if you feel like your chances are lower than 50%, I think there's a real argument for eating. Mm. Yeah, that's a it good also point. It depends on how people are going to perceive you. So, yeah. you know. The the joy of Survivor being a social game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there is like um like an energy calculus, not just a pure like pleasure one, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, gotta make note of the beginning of the episode when James sings his song to wake everyone up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. Uh, we talked a lot about leaving Denise out of the vote last episode. It is confirmed that she's, um, upset by that. This episode is anything more to say about this? Um, do we think that it was, I, I guess we can ask explicitly, right? If you are that coalition that votes out Jean Robert at the last vote. Is it smart that you left Denise out of the vote, right? Do you think that um, it was good to leave her out? Or do you think that the harm of not looping her in outweighs whatever was gained by that? I'm just trying to figure out what was gained by that. Like, why did they not tell her? She didn't even like Jean Robert. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think genuinely what, asking. I think what we're, given is that she's like the most stalwart stick together person and that she would have a hard time like breaking ranks Hmm. gotcha yeah i don't know i don't i don't know denise is such an interesting player and that she is kind of fed these opportunities to make these plays that she should probably be making yeah and she doesn't take the opportunity right um necessarily every time i i don't know i i think you could use that because to me and i could be wrong but the whole conversation she had with james who seems to be her most trusted ally who also James was the most like, no, don't talk to Denise about this. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she talked to James about it and James kind of made this like a mealy mouth excuse. Like, I thought they were going to tell you. I thought the plan was to tell you. Like, I mm. didn't know. And I, and I could have been like misunderstanding that conversation. But honestly, for James, like, that's the best move. You kind of make it this like, oh, like. My understanding was they were going to tell you and they didn't tell you, which means that like James is sort of acting as like, hey, like I'm still on your side. Right. I didn't yeah. realize that was happening. And so if Denise does decide to go rogue. James is right there and he's going to know about it. Yeah, that's a good point. So so I don't know for, for some people, I mean, for like Todd and Amanda, I think that it's. Definitely worse, it could be 
bad for them if she does decide to actually make a hard move. But for James, I think he played that really well, actually. Hmm. Yeah, it, it does really like feel like an unnecessary thing to like not loop her in, right? Like you upset her. Mm-hmm. Do we really think Denise is going to blow up the whole vote? Like, probably not. Yeah. Right. Uh, the drum reward challenge. I made the note that. Um, I think we did this at middle school tennis camp. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, with tennis rackets and tennis balls instead of drums. Mm-hmm. So that was right, fun. They use drums at band camp. So. Yeah. <laughs> It helps you figure out your like snare tightness, like the tension. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the uh, le- OK, let's talk about River Cruise. Um, if if there's more here to cover, we've got the uh, the Frosty and Courtney of it all. You you get a stray uh, mention from Amanda about how attractive Eric is. Did we get any like uh, Survivor of the Amazon uh, flashbacks <laughs> from this this reward? Um, yeah, it just felt like a little unnecessary. Just <laughs> like, mm. also, I don't know what the heck Frosty and Courtney are on about. And yeah, where did that come had, from? Honestly, and they even had a confessional from Courtney and she was like yeah I don't I don't really know I was like okay none of us do there's a there's a lot of sexual heat there (laughs) let me me find it there's some there's some sexual heat there (laughs) I think Dean is doing an AMA uh, this week on the survivor reddit oh Oh, that's amazing yeah Yeah, there's like this funny confessional where Frosty is like, yeah, Courtney's like really attractive. She's like way out of my league, which (laughs) I thought was so funny. (laughs) Okay, so this was something too. Courtney mentions that Frosty is 20. Mm -hmm. And Propes has never made a reference to the fact that there will be sodas for everyone who's under 21. Mm. Mm. Wow. Maybe, you know. They got in some hot water, so they had to be very explicit about that. <laughs> Maybe Frosty narked on them. <laughs> they gave me alcohols. <laughs> I came on Survivor and they gave me alcohols. <laughs> and Courtney touched my hair. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, also, Eric truly is the goat <laughs> after this. They spent a lot of time on this cruise. It was okay. so much. <laughs> Honestly, like, and the payoff from the amount of time they spent on it isn't worth it. Like, no. yeah, there's, there's, I, I would be curious. This is what I want. Okay. Is I want like editors for Survivor to go back to that, like raw footage episode and like re-edit it. And see what we get. Like now that they've had another 15, 20 years experience editing this show, because there is this like genuine, like Frosty and Eric getting played off each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, PG is pissed off. And we know that she's like next up on the chopping block. So like when she wins immunity, it's like, OK, like this thing that we've been kind of building on, like Eric yeah. versus Frosty, Eric versus Frosty, like and. But the, the the payoff for that like cruise is nothing like yeah nothing, like it's it's purely like uh, just setting up that this is what we're going to be talking about and we spend so much time doing it mm-hmm. yeah you know it's funny you should say that though because this episode was nominated for outstanding Cin- cinematography for reality programming at the 60th Emmy Awards here's the deal a lot of great B roll it's beautiful oh totally okay China's a beautiful country. <laughs> Also, that dead stare from Todd. I mean, <laughs> yeah, that's what did Honestly, it. They probably, probably saw that. It, it was like, holy crap. And then they did it again. And they were like, oh, yeah, definitely getting nominated. And then they did it again. And they were like, winners. 
Oh, did you guys buy like this? This was the most cut and dry vote, I think, that maybe we've seen. In any season, is that hyperbolic? That like at no point was was I buying anything that they were giving me about the like, well, I guess it it could be Courtney if she protests too much. Like it was just such a slam dunk that it was frosty. Yeah, I, I wouldn't disagree with that. I mean, I think there's always like a little bit of doubt, but when Eric comes in there and he's like, yeah, I'm voting for Frosty. It's like, yeah, OK, Frosty's gone. Yeah. If even if Eric can get on board. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Not a lot of mystery. Yeah. Um, OK, let's talk about this cliffhanger here at the end. You guys uh, are you intrigued by this or are you annoyed by this? So if if you're not watching along, the vote ends and typically it just like Jeff says, like his little quip. Right. And they go back to camp and the episode ends. But he's like, and but before you go, we're not done here yet. We've still got business to attend to. And then like helicopter flyaway shot. Uh, and to be continued. I would be. So if I were watching this in 2007 and I had watched two weeks ago and I, I watched the episode from two weeks ago and they were like, next time on Survivor. And then they were like, plus Jeff says there's more business to attend to. I'd be like, oh, wow, I can't wait until next week because mm. I'm watching this on live TV and I have cable. And so I have to wait a week to watch the next episode because I don't have, you know, this isn't Netflix. So I can't wait to see what that is. And then a week passes and they still tease it. And then they just leave it at that. And I don't even get to know. So I have to wait another week to figure out what happened. Well, I'd be like, I'm so bored. Emily, let me give you the kicker because the next week's episode is a recap episode. Shut <laughs> up. Is it really? It really yeah. is. Oh my I God. Would, I would quit. This is probably when I stopped watching. <laughs> I would be so mad. That is so frustrating. <laughs> it is, it's a recap episode. Uh-huh. Oh my God. That is cruel. Oh my God. Like one of the filler episodes? Like the. Yeah, it's a clip show. There were a lot of fun times in the yeah exactly. It's called well, it's been real and it's been fun. <laughs> so long and thanks for all the fish. Um, <laughs> the but this is why they did it is probably because they they probably noticed that they had issues with like ratings after a clip show or something like that, and so they're like, well, we have to like drop something in that they have to see what happens and. This is just what they did. Well, it better be freaking This is good. the thing. There's no payoff to this that makes like waiting that long worth it. Like we we record on like a, a bi-weekly schedule every like two weeks. And mm -hmm. honestly, I'll probably watch that episode sooner because I'm so curious what it is. Yeah. And if it's not like we're going to revote right now. No questions. Everyone go. Like if it's not that, there's nothing that's worth it. It's just not worth it. Like, it's so annoying. <laughs> yeah. I'm like yeah. looking at the wiki for this episode now and it's um it's because it aired on Thanksgiving. So they oh. gave it a recap episode because it was Thanksgiving. Cuz Survivor used to be on Thursdays. On Thursday nights, night, so. Mhm. Oh, Alex, do you know what the kicker is and do you think it's worth it? I'm looking it up right now because I forgot. Um, can, you, can you tell us without ruining the trades that we're not going to make in our fantasy survival? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, they just go to the reward challenge right from there. Oh, my God. Are you, <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. That is such garbage. Yeah. <laughs> That's a lie. I would have. I would have never watched that show again. <laughs> I am like Jeff Probst ripped my heart out <laughs> and burned it in the fire, just like a fake idol. What what would I, be a compelling resolution to this that they're teasing out? Like they bring the jury back, and it's like the outcast twist from Pearl Islands. <laughs> genuinely, be like we're voting someone out again. Todd, you're up. Like, no questions, yeah. just yeah. go. That would be <laughs> would, wild. 
That would be crazy, that, right? Or if they were like, Frosty, <laughs> you get to vote now. Whoever you vote for. No, Frosty gets to do a drag. Yeah. yeah. A sequester-esque drag. Man, that oh. would be the worst way for a person to go out, though, in Survivor. If they did, like, the... the okay, now we've just got another... A, a surprise other vote. Like, somebody's just gonna get totally hosed. Well, I think Rox is worse than that. That's yeah. Rox is far and away the worst way to go out and survive. Because at least, like, if someone votes for you, they have some reason. Rox, they don't care. That was the most (laughs) gut wrenching thing I've ever seen on Survivor. Especially when you don't want to draw Rox. Right. (laughs) That was awful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that sucked. Oh, Jessica. Give him another. Give him another immunity challenge real quick and then immediately back. How about that? That'd because be I guess that means PG oh safe twice. You know you what they could have done? He could have been like, I hope you were paying attention. <laughs> we're going to have a memory game. Because <laughs> this game never stops. Yeah. <laughs> God, that sounds like, I mean, like it, it's supposed to be advice, but when, it, when Jeff said it, it sounds like a threat. Yeah, it does. Like, yeah, it, sure. it sounds like something bad is about to happen to them. <laughs> All that suddenly the like the Chinese army like bursts in <laughs> through the jungle. And they're like, you're coming with us. <laughs> it's those fish were protected. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Anything else from this episode? Oh, I did have to bring this up. Todd has a confessional where when he's talking about whether to vote out um, Frosty or Eric, he says, quote, if Eric gets to the end, we're handing him a million dollars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. What? Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> yeah, I was confused by that, too. We're watching think, a different show. I think Todd is like crazy paranoid at this point. Like the longer he's in the game, the more paranoid he's getting about other people. But I, I think his genuine thought is, well, people like him, so they'll vote for him. You can't win Survivor yeah. just by being hot. And that's the thing is, I, I don't think they, I don't think <laughs> it would win a million dollars. But like also, he does like make the move on frosty who is like a much more compelling winner than eric so maybe it was just like a yeah it was just a soundbite thing or maybe it was just because did he say it in a confessional or was he talking to frosty i think he said it in confessional i got nothing he he's just paranoid it's just, it's a real adam klein move <laughs> you can like i feel like the other thing too is like eric hasn't made anyone mad that's true, but like, yeah, a crappy finale. Oh yeah, but if I can see where the like, paranoia would come yeah. from. Like, he's nice, and nobody yeah. hates him. Yeah, that's where you could like squint and see it. Is like, yeah, he's he's nice. He hasn't made anyone mad. There's other Jean Hu members on the jury. Like, depend. I I don't know. Maybe he sits next to two other people that have just like pissed everyone off and he wins, but yeah, I can't, I can't imagine that he actually believes that he's like a shoe in to win. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, let's move on to our, our goats and participation trophies for this episode. Um, Adam, you go first. Um, well, I think my goat is going to go to PG. All right. I think she had a pretty rough episode overall, but uh, ultimately comes back to win it. She honestly has a really good arc in this episode. Like if you think of her like, storyline, mm-hmm. um, it's really at the beginning, like she's getting kind of annoying. The people obviously don't like her. She's obviously the next one gone. She's yeah. getting really sick of losing. And then she finally wins when it counts to keep her in the game. Yeah. I just really like that. Yeah, that is good. Uh, for my participation trophy, 
Uh, man, hard not to give it to Eric, I guess. Um, <laughs> but Eric mm. quite literally is the is the goat. He is quite literally the goat. <laughs> um, yeah, I I don't know. I don't know who else would be more deserving. I'd be curious what everyone else has to say. But I feel like Eric's my participation trophy this week. He just kind of. I don't know. I feel like it was so they, him and Frosty both just kind of rolled over like it's one of us. Yeah. And it feels like one of them tried should have tried to make a play like, hey, like y'all remember James? Yeah. Maybe we should get rid of James. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Fair enough. <clears throat> Emily? Yeah, what about this you? is hard. Um, kind of a weird episode. Yeah. yeah, nobody stands out clearly for either of these to me. Um, I do agree with PG for the goat. P goat. She, P goat. Yes. Uh, because she really did. She just had a go of it, you know. Mm-hmm. And she, it really sucked to watch her face when, um, when. Jeff was like, you can sit out and eat cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. And she just like turned away immediately. Yeah. She was so probably just so mad and so disappointed because she was like another reward I cannot partake in because yeah. I have to get immunity. Um, but she won immunity. And so I think that's great because if she hadn't won, I think she probably would have quit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> she would just like lunged at the table and snatched the cheeseburgers out of everyone's hands and been like, I'm done with. <laughs> so I'm glad she won. She's the goat. Um, participation participation trophy. I would give to Courtney because she just just enjoyed. <laughs> she just enjoyed her life. She did. Episode. Yeah, she got two meals, and which is great. And then she voted against her boyfriend. Her love. Okay, so this is something we didn't bring up during the episode, but like Frosty's parting words to to yeah. Jeff yeah. with with cheeseburger still on their breath. Yeah, yeah, it's just perfect. <laughs> yeah, that was. I think that Jeff was startled by Frosty. yeah, because yeah. he he almost like cuts him off. He's like, "Your tribe is with cheeseburgers still on their breath." Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> such a good line that's one way, one hell of a way to go out <laughs> with your parting also, words Eric, Eric who said this he was like he was voting and in his voting confessional he was like it was either you or me talking to Frosty yeah it's like one of us gets to eat cheeseburgers earlier than the other but yeah. neither of us deserve that or something yeah something yeah, like not, that neither of us deserve that yeah, yeah. I was like yeah, that's pretty the cheeseburgers <laughs> were references. quite ubiquitous this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Scott. Yeah. Um, I agree with PG for the goat. For the reasons. Leaning up. Stated already. Yeah. She won. So that was cool. Uh, participation trophy. I never know who to give it to. Um, so I always usually just default to Eric. (laughs) (laughs) So I will do that once more. That makes sense. (laughs) Oh, just to be a contrarian. Um, I'll give my goat to Eric because he literally made goat noises. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Also, he does like he is on the chopping block and he survives um probably more due to the threatening threatening nature of frosty than his own moves but he's still here and frosty's not so yeah um who gets my participation trophy today um you know let's uh let's get todd on the participation trophy board and that he was here (laughs) And he hated every moment of it. <laughs> um, kind of a nothing doing episode for him. Uh, kind of a, a hold serve. He doesn't get to enact one of his crazy plans. Doesn't get to go on a boat with his friends. 
um, and instead just is annoyed by everyone and everything. <laughs> yep, that's fair. Okay, let's move on to our fantasy scoring. Emily, your tribe loses a member this round, but um, do get some points. Uh, why does Frosty have? Oh, yeah, I was looking at the wrong column. You get you get five from Frosty with his dying breath since he won the reward. Um, this episode, after scores have been calculated um, in third place, though, pulling in 45 points and tightening the gap is Scott's Human Beings Tribe with 380 points. In second place, receiving 35 points this episode is Emily's Les Jouers Tribe with 395 altogether. And by an increasingly slim margin, in first place, pulling in 25 points with 420 points, is Adam's Buddha Boys Tribe. I hope Denise and James get kicked out of the game and I don't get any more points for the rest of the season. So that you just stick at 420. I'd be so happy with that. (laughs) Man, if only you had Eric on your tribe. Damn you, Eric! (laughs) You could trade for Eric. No. Yes, yes. <laughs> he is I the... could see Denise and James going to the final together. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, let's reset here our, our fantasy scoreboard. We're down to the final seven. Yeah, the final seven. Um, and... Scott has the tribe numbers advantage, though he is in third place. So, Emily, you're left with just Eric and Courtney. Adam's left with just James and Denise, while Scott has Todd, Amanda, and PG. And again, in third place, but with one more tribe member than anyone else. Um, Let's just go down the line here and talk about how you're feeling about your tribe status going into um, the endgame. Here, Scott, you're like we've said, you're in third place, but you're one up in tribe members. Um, what do you how are you uh, thinking about your um, your level of confidence here coming into the late stages of the game? Um, I feel pretty good. Um, I feel like PG could easily like get voted out next the next round, though. Um, I could definitely see that happening, but I like having, cause I've taught in Amanda, right? Correct. Correct. Yeah. So I like that. I like that they're still aligned. Um, so I, I do, I like that going forward, but I don't, again, it's, it's so hard to tell, but we'll see. <laughs> Are you, uh, excited or nervous about having both parts of the Todd and Amanda duo? Um, I kind of feel good about that because I feel like if one goes out, I have like a backup sure plan in a way. So like I have a better shot of like being represented like in the final round. Yeah. Now, uh, whether or not that amounts to anything, I don't know. But, yeah. yeah. Emily, you are in second place, just 25 points behind now. You've got Eric and Courtney left. What do you think about? Um, your tribe's shot here going into the end game. Um, I think my star is fading. <laughs> I think this begins the downward curve of my point trajectory. I don't see Eric moving on for a long time throughout the game. Courtney, I don't know how I feel about Courtney. I feel like she could probably make it pretty far, but I just don't know if she's going to win. Yeah. I don't know. Well, Adam did just point out. He talked about that. So So I I was curious. We we have the totals, but I never look at them because the laptop we use, my screen's not wide enough. But Amanda is the top overall point scorer at the moment with 125. And then tied for second with 120 are Courtney and James. Hmm. Courtney is in second place with points right now. Tied for second place. That's wild to me. But it's just like she votes correctly all the time. Yep. Yeah. And she's on a tribe that wins and gets, you know, those wins built up. So, I mean, I don't know. Courtney is such an interesting, like, 
person in this game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I could see her. I could see her getting far. I think she has a shot of winning, but I don't want to say that out loud, you know, because I also think she doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> what's it? What's uh, her path to victory, Emily? How do, what do you think it um, is the way that Courtney ends up winning? Oh, my goodness. Um, I think she's really positioned herself to be pretty high up in this little alliance she's got going. So if she can go to the final with like either Todd and Amanda, or if she and James end up doing something mm-hmm. like flipping everything around, if she can get in that final three, I feel like she can make a case for herself. You know, she's kind of like the underdog. Like yeah. everyone just we never wanted to pick her. She wasn't able to do some of the physical challenges. Well, mm-hmm. but she fought. But yeah, but she stayed in it, and she was. I mean, she had a voice in like decision making and everything too. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, she's playing. She's playing the game. She, she is indeed. She, she is. really like. She has she's in a very interesting position for sure. And I think if we weren't sitting here analyzing it, I would just write Courtney off. But actually, like looking at. Like the way that she's voted and talking about every episode, I'm like, I actually think Courtney is an interesting contender Mm -hmm. if she can make it to the final. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it always like we talk about this all the time, too, but like the way that players are perceived right like will courtney suffer the like hannah shapiro treatment right of like yeah being seen as kind of a joke um and not being recognized for it if if she is to make it to that place yeah um and then adam we round things out you've got our lead um the the lead in points right now down to just James and Denise. Um, what are you thinking here? Oh, I, I think I'm in an extremely precarious situation too, but one that could potentially pan out. Um, I think Denise is a super interesting player. I think if she's willing to make a move, she can really flip this game around Mm -hmm. and have reasons why she should win. Um, I think she has good reasons now in like how much she's fought and helped her on camp and been loyal. But if she just kind of has that, you know, big move feather in her cap. Yeah, that would really be good for her. Uh, James, I mean, we talked about this. He's in a really safe position, but he's also in a very precarious situation. Yeah, um, it really is just a matter of. Can he smell the winds changing and realize what he needs to do to stay in the game or does he get blindsided and he just you know puts too much trust in the people around him it, i i think a lot of james's game is kind of it's in his hands but it's also in the hands of everyone else so mm-hmm. see what happens yeah playing those idols correctly is probably going to be huge for him right because you yeah. he's in it's impossible for him to slide under the radar. He's certainly going to get votes. It's, can he use the idols at the right time? Well, and does anybody want to sit next to him in the final? Right. That's like that's a legitimate question and concern. I I don't know that I would. Um, I mean, he's phys- he's been physically dominant in the game. He does everything around camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I. I don't know that I'd want to sit next to him. And so it means that in order to get into the final, like he needs to even win that final immunity. So, yeah. you know, pretend he can slide through and then play the idols correctly. He gets to one challenge that he needs to win in order to make it to the final. Yeah. Otherwise, I seriously doubt that someone's going to, that people are going to take him. Well, that. We'll do it. We'll see how this all shakes out here um, in these final few episodes. Yeah, we've got three normal episodes and then the finale, and we have completed our Survivor China rewatch. Crazy town. Are we are we going to put out a um, 
a, a best of clip show for our <laughs> podcast for episode 10. Actually, that's not a bad idea. That'd be kind of fun. Man, that would be a lot of clips to go through, but hey, yeah. you know what is kind of fun? If you go back and listen to our like early episodes on this, like I just listened to the draft episode. Yeah. And um, one thing that uh, Scott mentioned that we we all kind of agree with is when we draft, we want to uh, choose people that we're like excited to root for. Mm-hmm. And I remember being kind of like excited, like, oh, yeah, James Jean Robert, like the, the villain, like that'll be he'll be a fun person to root for. <laughs> and then like two episodes later, I'm like, vote this guy out. <laughs> <laughs> you and Courtney both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yep. Well, next time on Outwatch, we will continue our Survivor China run with episode 11 titled Ready to Bite the Apple. What a callback. (laughs) Make sure that you subscribe or follow our feed wherever you get your podcasts, rate and review um, so that other people find the show and check out our listener support in the show notes. Um, toss us a few bucks and that'll help us ascend Paramount Mountain ad free (laughs) we will see you next time